get this word. Something good is happening on your behalf. And the reason for that is, is that God is at work in you. The Bible says that God is at work in you to do of his what? His will and his what? Good pleasure. I want you to say to yourself, say something good is happening on my behalf. Oh, come on, come on. Say it like you know it. Something good is happening on my behalf. As a believer, the plan of God for your life is that your path shine brighter and brighter. That every day of your life is better than the day before. That means that retrogression is not part of your life. That means that being backward is not part of your life. Being blessed today and poor tomorrow is not part of your life. The plan and purpose of God for your life is that your path shine brighter and brighter. That means that it will only get better at every second of your life. As long as your day increases, it only gets better. As long as your day moves, God ensures that your life gets better and better. Why? 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7. The Bible says, For we walk by what? Faith and not by sight. Walking by sight will show to you that things are not good. Things are not favorable. But faith shows to you that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. We walk by faith and not by sight. When you look around you, sight shows you that things are not favorable. But faith shows you that even the most wicked of situations has the ability to work for your good. Is somebody hearing me? Faith shows you that the disadvantage that looks you in the face is actually an advantage for you to get better. I imagine to myself, when, when David was faced with Goliath, every other person saw a giant. David saw an opportunity to get paid. You didn't get it. Every other person saw a giant. But David saw an opportunity to be blessed. And so it doesn't matter the challenge that is put before you. I see good in it. I see favor in it. Somebody shout hallelujah. All things are working together for my good. All things are working together for my good. I'm saying it for myself. I don't know about you. All things are working together for my favor. 
This is the amazing thing. They may say my family has never been blessed, but I know it ends with me. The blessing begins with me. The poverty ends with me. I'm ending it. Why? Because I am under a different covenant with a better understanding of the word of God that everything works together for what? Oh my God. All things. That's why sometimes it looks really tough. Because there is good in it. Somebody shout hallelujah. When you look all around you, it may not necessarily look like God is at work in you. It may not even look as if God is working on your behalf. But when he is done with you, it is very obvious that God has worked it out. I don't know if somebody heard what I just said. It becomes very obvious that God has done what? He has worked it out. I imagine to myself how many times God has delivered us. It doesn't look like sometimes God is there, but we enjoy divine deliverance because God has worked it out. It is not a coincidence. It is him working it out. I, I, I thought someone would say it loud, amen. amen. It is not what? A coincidence. Hear me, child of God. The Bible says, God speaking, it says, for I know the plans that I have towards you, say the Lord. They are plans of good and not of evil. To bring you to an expected end. Hear me. Hear me and hear me well. Your future is colorful and beautiful. And there is nothing the devil can do about it. Why? Because he has said that the plans that he has for you are plans of good and not of evil. To do what? To bring you to an expected end. So when you get to that expected end, it will be evident that God did something for you. Don't worry about his process. Just Go with him. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Now, it didn't make any sense when he told Abraham, get out of thy father's house to a land that I will show you. It did not make any sense. God, where are you leading me to? Just follow me. But by the time God began to bless Abraham, God even needed Lot to leave him. Because at that point in time, God needed to show to him that from this time henceforth, anybody that comes within the perimeter of your blessing has no choice than to be blessed. From that time henceforth, Abraham never went down. After Lord left him, God said to him, lift up your eyes and see. Lift up your eyes and see. Your head might have been bowed down, but lift up your eyes and see. Yes, you felt that the best things were taken away from you. Lift up your eyes and see. There is a brighter coming. There is a better coming for you. Now, it, it looks like you were, you were the one losing out. Lift up your eyes and see. Because, look, some of us may think, there are prayers I prayed in January that have not yet been answered. But it's not yet December. It's not yet the end of 2023. How many months left do we have? Huh? Two months. Do you think it's enough time for God to do what he wants to do? Somebody talk to me. Do you think it's enough time? 
So guess what? It is not over because God is still working. Is somebody hearing me? It is not over because God is still working. Now, now, when people saw Job in his down moment, a lot of people thought that was the end of Job. But guess what? God was preparing something much more beautiful for him. He lost his children. He lost his finances. He lost his resources. He lost control over his health. And everybody must have thought, oh my goodness, it is over for Job. But the Bible says in the midst of all of that, Job began to pray for people. How is it that you don't have a blessing, but you are praying that people be blessed? You don't have a child, yet you are praying that people have children. You don't have a job, yet you are praying that people have jobs. Look, God cannot forget you. The Bible says, and God turned around the captivity of Job. As we prepare for conference, get ready. Because something in your life is about to get turned around. Oh, that amen can be better. That amen can be better. In this season, be ready. Ready your mind and say to yourself, I will not be carried away by the current challenges. The Bible says, in all of the things Job went through, and Job sinned not. Even his wife came to him and said, curse God and die. Let this thing end. She had this conviction Oh, because you belong to the thought pattern of people that is your sin that is worrying you. And it's what you have done that is making you suffer the way you are suffering. And if God should end you now, all these things will end. But Job knew that was not the plan of God for his life. The Bible said he began to pray. He began to pray. He began to pray. And God turned around the captivity of Job. Don't get carried away with the challenges around you. It's not working. I don't have this. I wish I had this. Some of us, we've turned ourselves to, I wish, I wish people, I wish Begis was my father. I wish I would see one million to pick on the ground. I wish I would just see who would give me 200,000. I wish, I wish, I wish. What is God's wish for us? He said, I wish above all things that thou mayest what? Prosper. And be in health. Even as what? Thy soul prosper. Hear me. Darkness may be all around us. But our path shines brighter. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He knows. He knows. How many of you know that there is green and there is what looks like green? Huh? What looks like green is only but for a moment. It's, it's temporary. And after some time, it will expire. You'll see the real value of it. But the shepherd knows well enough what the sheep need. So he does not let them feed in the temporary pasture. He ensures that they, they feed in the proper green pasture. The green that is good for their health. 
that will nourish them, that will train them well. Where have you seen the sheep leading the shepherd? Where? The shepherd always leads the sheep. In this season, child of God, hear me. Don't try to lead God. What did I say? Do you know many a times we, we do it? God says, this is what I want you to do. You say, no, God, there is a better way to doing this thing. God gave Abraham a promise. Abraham had the promise. The one who did not hear, who did not understand the promise said, take this maid. She's young. She's still productive. Let her give you a son. But God said, I will give you. Eventually, when the son from her trying to help God came, she was the first person that was unhappy that that son came. And when the promise of God came to pass, the first thing she said, send this woman and her son away. When we try to lead God and help God, we end up creating chaos for ourselves. Proverbs 4.19 says, The way of the wicked is as darkness, and they know not at what they stumble. Basic is you looking and trying to walk in a dark room. You are so uncertain of what is around you. Do you know that it really doesn't matter if it's a space you have been used to? Once the room is dark, you don't walk freely. I don't know if I'm making sense. Once the room is dark, you don't walk freely. What do you do? You put one leg forward first. You begin to use your hand to do what? To find the way. Why? Because the darkness has limited your ability of sight. When you try to help God, when you try to lead God, yes, you may know the way, but there is no ability to walk freely. That's why the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Yes, your understanding feels good enough, but it is not good enough to lead you. Yes, your understanding looks good enough. You are well-read. You have an amazing degree. You're beautiful. You're handsome. But it is more than that. It says in all your ways, do what? Acknowledge him. Recognize him. Give him the glory that is due him. And he will direct your path. Let me show you something. If every place is dark, do you know that the smallest light begins to make sense? Do you know that the smallest light 
begins to show direction. Even if the entire path is dark, he brightens up your path. At that point in time, do you know that darkness may be on your left, on your right, behind you, but as long as his light is showing you, you can't miss your way. I don't know if I'm making sense to anybody. The path of the just shineth what? Brighter and brighter. If I can follow him, I have access to shine brighter. If I can follow him, I have access to shine brighter. Yes, a thousand may fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand. It will not come near me because the path of the just is as a shining light. Things may be going on around you that will frighten you. But guess what? Those same things that look scary to you, they are pregnant with your blessing. <laughs> Those same things that are there that are threatening you, they are pregnant with your blessing. Look, if anybody had told Joseph that Potiphar's taking you to Egypt is the quickest route to the throne, he wouldn't have believed it. I don't know if somebody heard what I just said. He would argue with you from now till whenever. That look, no, you don't become a prince or a prime minister by being sold a slave. But when God wanted to elevate Joseph, he took him from the pit as a slave, began to train him. He began to hone his skills in management and leadership. That even Potiphar recognized that this guy has better leadership skills than myself. And he handed over his family, his earnings, his money, his household to a slave. Now in handing over all these things to a slave, the wife became carried away. That if Oga can trust this guy enough with everything, including me, ah, like to have a free ride. But in training, Joseph was quick to recognize what is orgasm is orgasm, what is my own is my own. And this woman is not mine. So he was quick to flee at the appearance of evil. Now he landed in prison. How do you explain? Is prison the quickest place to the palace? Let me tell you something. It's in only very rare occasions that people leave prison and become leaders. It does not happen all the time. There are not many. Mandela, Obasanjo, who else again? Who else again? There are not many. Because from prison, your fate is decided. I don't know if somebody is hearing what I'm saying. It's either they let you go or they let you go. I, you are going one way or the other. When Peter was taken to prison, the plan was that the next day he will be killed. 
It was not the next day he should come out and preach. So if you had told Joseph that the best route for you to become the reality of that dream God showed you was through prison, he would say it's a lie. Hear me? Sometimes God shows you the vision of what he has planned for you, but he never shows you how you will get there. Because if he shows you, you will run away from that vision. But the vision is for what? An appointed time. He said what? Wait for it. Though it may tarry, it will surely come to pass. Though it may feel long, do what? Wait for it. But one day, when it was time to deliver, the prison delivered him to his appointed place. Hear me. Pregnancies have dates. And when they fulfill their time of maturity, they must deliver. If a pregnancy is terminated, it never gets to maturity. Hear me. There are always forces. The forces of darkness are always looking to and fro to terminate and abort pregnancies. To abort destinies. But hear me. Yours shines brighter and brighter. Let me tell you, some of you in this service right now, you are shocked at where you are now. You don't believe me? I'll tell you why. Because about 10, 15 years ago, people literally told you to your face that you cannot make it. They told you to your face you will not last. But the more they said it, the more you saw yourself progressing. And many of them, they are not better than where they were 15 or 10 years ago. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. It, that is why God is not man. I understand his plan and his purpose for my life. If anybody had told Moses the way you will encounter God will be for you to go to the wilderness, he would say no. No. Do you know what it means to be called a prince of Egypt? Eh? He had everything at his disposal, but that was not the plan for him. Some of us are probably enjoying the prince of Egypt status. But that is not the plan for you. When you look closely and follow God closely, he'll begin to show you. He'll begin to show you things concerning you. I, for one, to pastor was not in my agenda. My father was a preacher, or is still a preacher. And in my mind, I said, 
God bless him. He's following his calling. It's not my call. I had plans. Like some of you have plans now. God is interrupting your plans. I had plans. And do you know something? Sometimes the devil will make you or want you to come to a point where you begin to say, if I had known, I wouldn't have. He wants you to begin to think in regret and live in regret, but I know the plans God has for me. They are plans of good. Some of you, according to your plan, you should not be here now. True or false? But there's an interruption to bring you to an expected end. And many a times, that interruption is your training process. Many a times, that interruption is your what? Your training process. God has set blessings for you all around. The only way you will not partake of those blessings is if you allow your heart to fail. It's if you allow your heart to do what? Fail. If Job sat there and considered, ah, it's very true. I think if I curse God and die, all these issues will end. He would never taste what it meant to be truly blessed by God. So in the later part of Job, when he tasted what God is, when you ask Job, who is God? He will smile. Why? Because he has been through good, through bad, and yet God still beautifies him. I have a word for someone if your amen can thunder. You have been through good. You are in the process of going through the worst situation of your life. But guess what? At the end of it, there is beauty waiting for you. I wish that amen can be louder. The Bible says, all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. Why will I stand with that scripture? Because I know everything will be all right. Why will I believe that my path shines brighter and brighter? Because I know God is not done working with me. Why will I know that everything will work out for my good? Because God is still working. The Bible says his covenant he will not break. Neither will he alter the words of his mouth. Guess what? When God speaks his word, it, the Bible says it will never return to him void. That means that his word has the carrying capacity to do. And so until that word does what he has said, it does not rest. The word keeps going until it does what he has said. Yes, you probably have not arrived at that point. His word is still working. Have you seen a road commissioned I see under construction? It's when the project is finished, then they say, let's commission it. Let me tell you, the reason why you are still thinking and feeling that things are not working is because you are still under construction. Things are still being moved around in your favor. Because the whole time, there was a reshuffling in, in, in the cabinet of Egypt. The whole time, there was things going around. But in that time, 
Joseph was in training. When it was time for him to be commissioned, Pharaoh had to dream a dream that connected him directly to Joseph. He probably had been dreaming before, but it was not in connection to Joseph. But when it was time for Joseph's commission, hear me, he had to dream a dream that was directly connected to who? Joseph. I will not complain about my times and my seasons. Why? Because I know that my seasons are in God's hands. How many of us have begun to feel the heat? Have you started feeling the heat? Why? Because seasons have begun to change. Now for farmers, is this the best time to plant? Talk to me. Is this the best time to plant? Why? Huh? Because the seasons have changed. The rain are becoming less. So now, what do you do? You continue to watch the crop grow. Because by now, it should have started growing out. If you decide now to go and plant, yes, you will plant. But the seed will not produce. And even though it produces, it will not produce as it is supposed to. Don't be in a hurry. Don't rush your season. Is somebody hearing me? No matter how much you pray, except God works a miracle, the sun will not shine at 12 midnight. Why? Because at that time, it is the time of the moon to be seen. But no matter how hard you pray, day must dawn and the sun must rise. Is somebody hearing me? Hear me. You probably have been in your nighttime season. But the Bible says, arise, shine, for your light is come. It didn't say your light is coming. Your light is come. That means that it is now. And the glory of God is what? It didn't say the glory of God will rise. Once you step into your season, automatically the glory of God begins to shine upon you. And it says that kings shall come to your rising. That's why I said on Sunday, in this season, so many people are going to walk out of your life because they don't belong to the category called kings. Don't get mad when they walk out of your life. They don't belong to the... Can we go to that scripture quickly? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come. Your season is now. And the glory of the Lord, Isaiah 60, verse 1, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Verse 2 says, For behold, Darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. Somebody shout, but. Oh, come on, shout it out loud. Say, but. It says, but the glory, the glory of the Lord shall be what? Arisen. It shall arise upon thee. So everything around me can be dark. 
but the spotlight is on me. Somebody say, huh, what's the best way I can put this? There is beauty in black. You know why? Because light does not shine brightest in light. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Light does not shine brightest in light. The glory of light is in the darkest of the dark. That's why when Elijah said there shall be no rain for three and a half years, no rain. Ahab came to him. He didn't go to meet Ahab. Ahab came to look for him and said to him, are you the troubler of Israel? When he saw him, he didn't look it. Somebody's not getting it. They may look at you and say you don't look it. You don't look qualified. You're not, you're not the best person for the job. Just arise. When you arise, you must shine. Imagine the sun saying, I will arise from the east, but today I won't shine. How possible is that? As long as he has decided to do what? Arise, his ray must be seen. The day you decide that I will rise up from my worries, I will rise up from anxiety, I will rise up from my fears. I will rise up from my tears. I will rise up from my mistakes of the past. That is when you begin to shine. The shining is already there. It's like the light switch and the bulb. If you don't turn the switch on, the bulb does not work. And when you turn on the switch, Knowing that it is connected to power and the bulb does not work, you understand that there is something wrong with this bulb. So what do you do? You change it. But if that bulb is in order, once you turn the switch on, it must do what? Like I said on Sunday, God is not the problem. Can God heal? Huh? Can God deliver? Can God set free? Can God open doors? Why do you say yes? Huh? He has done it before. Why do you say yes? Because he is God. Why do you say yes? Why do you believe God can heal? Because there's nothing impossible. So that means that the, God does not have the problem. It's you and I that have the problem. Because many a times, like I said on Sunday, we know God can do it, but we don't trust him enough to do it. The centurion said to Jesus, Jesus said, oh, let me go to your house. He said, no need. Speak the word and I know my servant will be made whole. He unlocked another dimension that even Christ did not know. 
he opened another realm of Christ for Christ. That was why the Bible says that Christ marveled and said, I have never seen such great faith. Every other person have been bringing their sick to me. I've been going to them to heal them. But this one said, no, no need to go. Just speak from here and your word will go there. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, darkness, definitely, darkness will be there. Gross darkness shall be upon the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen. Look, let me tell you something. In this season, you can't hide though. If you are planning to hide, your plan has failed. You know why? Because it's not about you anymore. I don't know if somebody's hearing what I'm saying. It's not about you anymore. By the time kings start coming to your horizon, go to verse 3. It says, and the Gentiles shall come to thy light. Hear me? The Gentiles, the unbelievers... They shall see this glory and be amazed like, wow, they will come to your light. They want to be connected to this light. But kings shall come to the brightness of your rising. Can I explain that statement? It's the duty of kings to ensure that your brightness shows more. Kings own the gold. They control the, the industries. They control the finances. So when the Gentiles come to your rising, the kings come and say, how do I finance you? You'll get it when you get home. When you decide to arise, when Joseph arose, cleaned up himself, eh? and Pharaoh had an encounter with him. Who gave him the job? Eh? Who empowered him? Who put a ring on his finger? Who said from today, he is only next to me in the throne? God is separating you from mean men. Oh, you, that amen is, is dead. He's separating you from, you see those people that stand at the junction and all they do is discuss about how bad everything is, how wrong everything is. They have the right solution, but they are never in the right place to give the right solution. Those kind of people, they are separated from your life. The people that will come into your life in this season are those that are ready to sponsor your vision and your dreams. Those that are ready to take you to higher heights. Those that are ready to say, you know what? We see, we see the redness of the coal and we are willing to fan this flame until the fire comes out. Those are the kind of people coming to your life in the name of Jesus. Stand on your feet. I want you tonight Declare with a loud voice, Oh God, from today, my path shines brighter and brighter. Can somebody say that out loud? Say, Oh God. Say it out loud. Say, Oh God, from today, my path shines brighter and brighter. Say it again. Say, Oh God, I declare from today, my path 
shines brighter and brighter. Clap your hands, open your mouth, turn it to prayer. Turn it to prayer. My path shines brighter and brighter. My path shines brighter and brighter. No more limitation. No more backwardness. No more stagnation. My light shines brighter and brighter. From today, I decree and declare, I move forward. I move forward. I make progress on every side. I make progress on every side. I increase on every side. The hand of the Lord rests upon me. The glory of the Lord is seen upon me. Somebody open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. In the midst of the chaos, my light shines brighter. In the midst of the chaos, my light shines brighter. In the midst of the noise, my voice is heard. My voice is heard. My calling begins to speak. The grace of God upon my life begins to speak. It speaks, it speaks, it speaks, it speaks, it speaks. In the midst of the chaos, his grace is made more than available. As we come into convention, it shall not be the usual. 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 We await the unprecedented power of heaven. We await the unprecedented power of God. The ability, the power that quickness, the power that makes alive. It comes alive in our lives. Open your mouth, declare it. As I come into convention this year, my life will not remain the same. Something changes about me. I shine brighter and brighter. Lift up your hands to heaven as your amen will thunder. The hand of the Lord is stretched out to you even in this season. I say the hand of the Lord is stretched out to you even in this season. The grace of God is made more than available unto you even in this season in the name of Jesus. That when men shall say